He'll make it all right. God is able. God is able. Whatever you need. Whatever you need. He'll supply. He'll supply. Whatever is broken. Whatever is broken. He can fix it. He can fix it. No need to worry. No need to worry. He's alive. Hello and good morning. Thank you for tuning in to another podcast of A Few Minutes with Pastor Mac. We hope God is blessing you thus far on this Sunday morning. And we hope God's power, favor, and strength be upon you for this new week that is upon us. If you can't make service, don't forget uh, we have a Givelify app that you can give your donations and first fruits and uh, grace giving uh, through our app. And um, if you can't make it to service, so don't forget about that. We always want to make sure we give opportunity to uh, sow seeds into God's ministry. And if you can't make it again, our website as well. Uh, give website and on our app, uh, Givelify. Shall we pray? Oh, gracious Father in heaven, we come again thanking you for the previous week. And we thank for the new week upon us. Thank you for your blessings upon us, your benefits, and all the things you do that we don't deserve, but you do it for us anyway. God bless our minds, our hearts, and spirits. Was someone sad and someone's down, depressed, Lord, bless them. Give them a, a sense of pride, Lord, to look toward you. Give them a want to, Lord, to want to look toward you, knowing that you can bring them through. Oh, God, we love you. We Praise and bless your name. Bless this weak servant that I am, Lord. Give me strength from on high to say a word to be a blessing for someone under the sound of my voice. I let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O my Savior, my Redeemer, in Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. Good to have you again. A few minutes with Pastor Mac podcast. And um, today... In the book of Dr. Luke, again, chapter 18, uh, verse 35 will be where we will begin our uh, sermonic text and um, series still, What Should We Do in 22? And the theme as we began last week, since we're going into Easter Sunday on next Sunday, we started on the way Jesus is traveling on the way. Uh, to Jerusalem, and uh, uh, the theme is on the way for the month, on the way. That was the name the name for the first century church, the people, the movement, uh, the way, and uh, has a double meaning uh, in this theme uh, for this month. Um, but on the way is the theme, Luke chapter 18, verse 35, it reads, As he approached Jer- Jericho, a blind man was sitting by the road begging. Hearing a crowd passing by, he inquired what was happening. Jesus of Nazareth Nazareth is passing by, they told him. So he called out, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Then those in front told him to keep quiet, but he kept crying out all the more. Son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus stopped and 
commanded that he be brought to him. When he came closer, he asked him, what do you want me to do for you? Lord, he said, I want to see. Receive your sight, Jesus told him. Your faith has saved you. Instantly he could see and he began to follow him, glorifying God. All the people, when they saw it, gave praise to God. Grass withers, the flower fades away, but the word of our God shall stand for ever. I just want to tag this sermonic note this morning. I'm going to get my blessing. I'm going to get my blessing. Can, can you recall with me certain times in your life where you had to decide definitely and unswayable on something that would have long-term, long-lasting effects on your life? There may even arise obstacles and blockades in the process, but you are undeterred and unmovable in this process. When it comes to living a life for Christ, we have to have a undeniable, indestructible, unquenchable thirst to be all we can be in Christ. And we can have all Christ has for us. And when we live right, we access the blessings that God has for us. You may be asking, what is live right? Well, be obedient to the word of God. We ought to be tired of coming up short in the living for Christ department. At least try and hold up the bloodstained banner. And I ask you this morning, what are you willing to do to get all that Christ has for you. In the text this morning, uh, this beggar, certain gospels, Luke does not give him a name, but if you go to Mark, Mark says Bartimaeus. Matthew says there are two. And, but Luke says this one beggar by the road, blind and could not see. First, we want to look at there must be a recognition of your position. And as 35 stated, there was a blind man as Jesus approached Jericho, blind, sitting by the road begging. You got to understand what position you're in. Some of us think that we have already arrived. We've already made it. But if you don't understand your position of looking up, if you don't understand your position of being down, you can never receive help nor the blessing God has for you because you think you already got it going on. This man was laying by the side of the road and sometimes you are somewhere you never thought you would end up. I'm sure that he never thought that he would be in this position like we thought sometimes in our life past. We didn't be, we were not going to be in that position, but lo and behold, we look back and say, how did I get to that? When you get there, you find yourself being out of place, especially if I may uh, intertwine being saved. If you're still doing what you should not be doing, you're out of place. You never thought. You thought when you got saved that you were going to be making it and full of the Holy Ghost and shouting. Oh, but you found out quite differently. And this blind man found himself begging, blind and immobile. Huh. He was in a position that he had not planned on being. Oh, my brothers and sisters, recognizing your position is the first point 
of getting to a new position. If you don't think you're doing wrong, if you don't think you're in a bad place, you are liable to stay there. Preach Pastor Mac, I'm doing the best I can. Because life, sometimes you may be passed over, just like this beggar. Just like this beggar, sometimes you're looking for a better way. Just like us, we, 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 well, before we came into the knowledge of Jesus Christ, we were looking for a better way. It, it dawned on us. It, it came to epiphany that there is a better way. And this beggar asking what all the commotion was about. He heard the excitement. He heard the commotion. And, um, and that, that leads me to add this point, thank you, Holy Spirit, that he was by himself. That <laughs> they had they, they, nobody was sitting right there with him. He was by himself. No one was in the test with them, but they knew he was blind and on the side of the road. So he had to ask, "What's going on? What's all the hubbub about? The excitement?" He could tell it was something different in uh, the air. His position. Uh, allowed him to see or hear rather that there was something going on and he could not miss this opportunity because when he heard that it was Jesus he couldn't pass up on the healing possibility of Jesus's healing ministry he was desperate for a change in his life oh my brother and sister I found out in my 50 years of living that sometimes we're just not desperate enough Sometimes we're just not desperate and we'll stay where we are because we're not desperate enough for change. We think we are right. We think we are where we should be in Christ and we're not never going to be perfect, but you should be striving for permanence in your salvation. You should be not sinless, but you should be sinning less. How desperate are you? How desperate are you for Jesus to intervene in your circumstances? And this beggar, this blind man, Mark said Bartimaeus had come to his desperate end and he wanted to know what was going on. Jesus was coming. <laughs> so his position gave way to us finding that he recognize there must be number two a recognition of your condition so in his position he recognized the condition of what he was in and 30, 38 verse 38 says so he called out because of his position and now he recognized his condition he recognized in his condition that Jesus might be a he had heard enough about this man so he called out Jesus in verse 38, son of David, have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. Oh, my brothers and sisters, we, your condition, our condition was we were sin. We were sin nature. We fleshy. We about ourself and whatever you feed that was become bigger in your life. That, that's what is larger in your life. We must recognize our condition. It's easy to fall back, as I state so many times, fall back into your old self. 
got to recognize your condition is very volatile, is very uh, unsure. At a moment's notice, you thought you were saved from cussing and fussing, but you find yourself back doing it again. You thought you you thought you were making progress in one area, but you find yourself falling back into what you were trying to get. We got to recognize our condition. This blind man recognized that he was blind and recognized Jesus could do it for Jesus, son of David. Have mercy on me. Oh, look at me, I'm blind. Have mercy on me. He he knew who to call. Jesus knew his condition. Jesus knows our condition. Yeah, you. 39 said, then those in front told him to keep quiet. (laughs) But he kept on crying out all the more. Son of David, have mercy on me. Yeah, they, they wanted him to keep quiet. They, they knew about Jesus. See, these same folks, some, some folk in this crowd, there's always two groups. Some that believe, some just being nosy. They knew about Jesus enough of him that he gathered crowds wherever he went. And see, you can fool people, but you can't fool the Lord. Jesus already knew his condition, but we try to get over on people. But you can never fool the Lord. (laughs) Crowd tried to shut him up, and he kept on crying out, Lord, have mercy on me. See, and I find it funny in this text, and I won't hold you long. I find it funny that as long as he was begging, see, he had been there a while. They knew he was a beggar. He had been there a while. As long as he was asking for money and alms, nobody told him to be quiet. Oh, my brothers and sisters, when it is, when you start calling on Jesus, as long as he was begging, they hadn't said anything. But when he cried out for Jesus, all of a sudden, be quiet. <laughs> Hush. Don't Don't bother him. When you call out for Jesus, folk like to, for you to be in the position you're in, your condition and your position to be permanent. But oh, when you try to help yourself, when you try to find uh, an escape in Christ, that's when folks start getting a little ruly. Isn't it funny? Isn't it funny? People tell you to hush. You ain't saved. But as long as you was an alcoholic, drug, crackhead, they didn't say nothing. But as soon as you start recognizing your faults and you want to get better with the Lord and you want to live right for God, they tell you you ain't about nothing. And this crowd tells the beggar to be quiet as soon as he starts crying out for Jesus. But he recognized his position. and. He recognized his condition. Lord, have mercy on me. Jesus, Jesus already knew what his problem was. You can't fool God. You can fool man, but you can't fool God. And he already knows your hangups. He already knows your issues. He already knows what's carrying on in your life. Because you're still trying to 
play games and not recognize your position and not give facts, be factual about your condition. But he already knows it. The beggar didn't even have to say a word. He, Jesus already knew what he was going through, what he needed. And then lastly, there must be a recognition through proclamation. Oh, my brothers and sisters, verse 40, Jesus stopped and commanded that he be brought to him. When he came closer, he asked him, what do you want me to do for you? Jesus already knew what he needed. But in so asking him what he wanted, Jesus was making him give a verbal proclamation to what he needed from the Lord. What do you want me to do for you was Jesus' question. And the beggar answered, replied, Lord, he said, I want to see. And without even touching him, without even spitting on the ground, you see, Jesus can use what he wants to use. He can do what he wants to do to achieve what he wants to achieve. And Jesus simply said, receive your sight in verse 42. Your faith has saved you. And verse 43 says, instantly, he could see. And guess what he did? He began to follow him, glorifying the Lord. It's something about being blessed by God. It causes you to want to give him glory. It's something about being blessed by God. It causes you to give him praise. And after being blinded for a while, all his life, the blind man decided to follow Jesus. And that's a testimony for some of us in here today. Under the sound of my voice, you decided to follow Jesus, glorify him for all the days of your life. But guess what happened when you follow Jesus? Jesus said that he will get the glory and the praise. And when other folks see you glorifying God, look what the script, look what the Bible said. All the people, when they saw it, the healing of the blind man gave praise to God. Isn't that good news? That the gospel was drawing, that the word was drawing, that Jesus was drawing folks to him, and it still works. Even now, in 2022, when you crowd 
to the Lord. He will hear you. Jesus asked the blind man, what do you want? But he already knew. He didn't really have to ask. He wanted a verbal confirmation of the man's proclamation, recognizing that Jesus can fix it for you. Jesus wants to know, do you want to see? He's asking some of us now, you haven't given me complete control. Do you want to be made whole? Do you want to see? He needs a verbal proclamation so he can know for your restoration. And the Bible says instantly, yes, you ain't got to wait on God. He'll show up when he want to and do what he want to do. And the people saw it and gave praise to God. And this served as a spiritual lesson to the nation of Israel. And it still serves as a lesson to the church in 2022 that if we respond to the Lord and acknowledge our spiritual blindness, God will Grant the spiritual life. What is stopping you from calling on the name of the Lord? What is stopping you from calling the name of Jesus? This blind man knew he needed to be humble to receive a blessing. And it's going to happen for you. Don't let your heart be troubled. It's going to happen for you. You going to get your blessing. I'm going to get my blessing. I ain't going to let nobody turn me around. Be not dismayed. Whatever betimes, God will fix it for you. The songwriter wrote, amazing grace, how sweet the sound, save the wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found blind. Oh, I was blind, but now I see another road. I know it was the blood. I know it was the blood. I know it was the blood that saved me. One day when I was lost, he died upon the cross. And I know it was the blood that saved me. And I know it's not Easter yet, but on a Friday night, they crucified my Savior, hung him on a cross, and he died. But then he put him, they put him in a borrowed tomb. He stayed there all night, Friday night. Stayed there all day, Saturday and Saturday night. But the reason why I can get my blessing, the reason why I can get my shout on, the reason why I can still love my haters is that early Early, early, 
early Sunday morning he rose yes didn't he rise from the grave with all power in his hand I'm gonna Invitation get my blessing now because you know the Lord Jesus said so can't nobody to get to know him do me like Jesus get saved allow him to come into your life simply say this prayer Jesus I need you in my life I believe you died and rose again on the third day I trust you to control my life and to enhance my future if you said that prayer uh, is as simple as ABC accept believe and commit if you did that we would love to hear from you you may contact us through our email get praise on at house of praise pp.org or you may go simply to our website www.houseofpraisepp.org contact us and someone from our discipleship team I will get back with you with other information you need in order to begin this new life in Christ we love you to life we look forward to hearing from you thank you again for listening to our podcast we hope something was said will be a blessing for you and be a blessing for you this week we know that we are still in the hands of God and we will trust him to keep and deliver us bless you God bless you County line, we love you to life and you can't do anything about it. Look forward to next week. The Lord says the same. We hope that you are praying and reading your word and staying true and standing on the promises of the Lord. God bless you and we'll see you next week. Pastor Mac out.